This is episode 528 of the AWS podcast, released on June 8, 2022. Podcast confirmed. Welcome to the official AWS podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the official AWS podcast. We got some epic updates on modernization of legendary system known as the mainframe. I am Hanwin Lochran. I am joined by Phil Delavance. Thank you for being here. Hi, Han. Glad to be here. Now, before we get started, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do for Amazon Web Services? Sure. So I'm Phil Devanance. I'm currently the product manager for the AWS mainframe modernization service. Uh, I've been working with AWS for four years, focusing on mainframe and legacy migration and modernization. And prior to that, I was working mostly with IBM for 15 years in the mainframe modernization space. Nice. Well, we are here to discuss a new service called AWS Mainframe Modernization. And, uh, you know, I would say as an uh, aspiring bright eye, you know, software engineer once upon a time back in the day, I've actually worked on the mainframe with one of the first companies I worked for. And uh, basically, I did like some kickoff of some like JCL, which is a job control language, pulled down the data, converted the EPSIDIC to uh, ASCII. If you've ever seen EPSIDIC, it looks like hieroglyphics to be. And we had to ingest, curate the data. And uh, that was a lot of fun. And through most of my career, I've integrated with um, you know, systems pulling data from mainframe, SFD being like the FFF files over, which is fixed file format, which is very interesting to work with as well. And the mainframe has been the backbone of many companies from data processing and most in, like most enterprise companies, right? And at AWS reInvent, the AWS mainframe modernization was announced and which, Phil, you had a great talk track on what it was. So from the mainframe, you know, it's been around for decades. So why now? You know, why did we build this uh, AWS mainframe modernization? Yeah, good question. I mean, we always try to listen to our customers and see how we can innovate on behalf of them to best serve their business needs. And we've been hearing for a long time from customers that uh, they do have some persistent challenges with their mainframe platforms. I mean, there are some risks that they see with their mainframe applications, whether that's uh, because they have slow release cycles, because they see like a skill shortage with the platform itself, uh, because there is accumulated data technical debt and complexity. So we see customers are asking us, well, how can I best increase the agility of my mainframe workloads? How can I reduce the cost? How can I mitigate all those risks? And when we, we think about it, well, of course, we want to help with the AWS services that we have and the great value proposition of the AWS cloud. But when customers consider this, then they have questions. Um, how can they design the best cloud architecture that can support their mainframe applications? Or which tools sh should they be using? How can they best minimize the risk of doing that transformation to, to AWS? And so in order for us to best solve the mainframe issues, meet their business driver objectives and answer all those questions, we've come up with the AWS mainframe musician service. So we're super happy that we've been able to launch it. Um, basically, it's designed to simplify and accelerate the migration and musician projects for the teams that are delivering those projects. Yeah, just so it sounds like enabling them with more of that business agility or that simplification. And that sounds like one of the benefits, but what are some of the other benefits do you think that the customers are getting from this service? Yeah, you're right. Agility, I would say, I mean, is is really the most important uh, benefit. Um, agility, I mean, is, is to 
quickly and inexpensively respond to change, right? And there are many dimensions where we can bring agility and, and customers are really familiar with a lot of the cloud best practices on how to get agility. So we bring this to the mainframe applications by introducing DevOps, on-demand resources. Something that's really new that we're introducing here is the introduction of a fully managed service, which means that we're taking care of some of the underlying complexities of managing the infrastructure and we present to customers an AWS cloud native service so that they can move their mainframe applications to, to that service with fewer and simpler interfaces, uh, with a lot of automation that's uh, available for uh, simplifying the operations. And of course, that service is available in minutes globally across all the uh, AWS regions where, where it's currently available. So fully managed service and agility are two of the most important uh, benefits that we expect. Now, in order to get there, we know that we need strong tools. And so we have adopted proven tool chains. Uh, we have two tool chains that are part of the AWS mainframeization service. One is the Blue Edge tool chain for supporting the refactoring pattern. And another one is the MicroFocus tool chain for supporting the replatforming pattern. And both of those tool chains accelerate the migration and the modernization of mainframe workloads to that fully managed service I was talking to you about. Another benefit that's very important for mainframe workloads is how we can best satisfy the quality of service or the non-functional requirements. So by virtue of using the AWS mainframeization service, well, we're including in the service a lot of the security best practices. We introduce as well as the best practice in terms of high availability for scalability, for elasticity, etc. So a lot of the cloud benefits are incorporated within the service itself. And the last two benefits I would mention is we favor fast modernization. So we favor incremental changes as opposed to rip and replace approaches. And of course, we also favor cost efficiency. That's an important model for us and for our customers. So we introduce a unique pay-as-you-go model with that service, and we totally support elastic infrastructure so that you can only allocate the resources that are needed for your workload. And because we provide pay-as-you-go, then customers benefit from a low cost of entry if they need to experiment, if they just need to use it for dev and test, or if they're just starting with a service, then it's really easily accessible to get started. Yeah, and speaking about tooling, um, I actually worked with your team with actually one of my customers um, on their mainframe modernization project, and I was able to witness a demo of that tooling that actually converted a COBOL code into Java code and put it into a Spring Boot application, which was pretty wicked. <laughs> and from that approach, it looked like it was doing like a microservice, um, a strangler pattern approach, segmenting each of those mainframe jobs to decompose a monolith. And for those who are not familiar with a strangler pattern, it's just a way to migrate a legacy system incrementally by replacing each of those functionalities with new applications, basically pulling apart one at a time. It's kind of like eating an elephant one bite at a time. So uh, what are some of the other patterns or migration patterns that you've seen with, uh, with this approach? Right? So it sounds like there's a lot of services um, that you can modernize, but you know, how do they differ? Yeah. So indeed, I mean, you just referred to the automated refactoring pattern, which yes. is a suite of tools that's available so that you can modernize the entire application stack. But basically, the AWS modernization service supports the two most popular patterns that we see with customers. So automated refactoring is one, and the other one is replatforming. And we really focus on those two patterns initially on because really those two patterns allow delivering a lot of business value in the, in the short term. And when I say business value, it's that many agility benefits. It's a substantial cost savings that, uh, looking, that customers are looking after and then mitigating some of the risks that I mentioned on, on the mainframe application side. 
So the automated refactoring pattern, uh, it's powered by uh, AWS Blue Edge, and it really focuses on accelerating the modernization by doing the conversion of the application stack and also the data layer into a modern Java-based application. So when we do such transformation, it creates a multi-tier application with an Angular front-end and an API-enabled Java backend. And then also the data layer is being modernized along the way. So the big advantage of that approach is that not only it accelerates the modernization of the applications, but also it preserves functional equivalence between the mainframe and the new application. And that's super important. By virtue of having functional equivalence, then we can increase the project automation and so that we can increase the speed, augment the quality, and also lower the cost of doing such transformation. So that's on the first pattern. If we look at the second pattern, which is a replatforming pattern, this one is powered by the MicroFocus toolchain. This one is more focused on preserving the application language, the code, and the application artifacts. And by preserving them, we actually minimize the impact to the application assets, and we also minimize the impact to the teams that are managing those applications. Now, this being said, we preserve those at the application asset level. But the underlying infrastructure, the underlying supporting IT processes that are powering on operating those applications are actually being modernized. So the stacks, the underlying stack, for example, the transaction manager, the batch subsystem, all this is being modernized so that customers can still benefit from cloud best practices, such as DevOps, uh, such as all the extensive automation that we provide the service, and bring that value to the applications that stays, for example, in the COBOL native original language. Now, for those two patterns, the AWS mainframe realization service provides a fully managed runtime environment that I was mentioning before. So that means we provide the on-demand resources, there is the elastic scalability, high availability, the extensive automation, and all that good stuff. Now, customers need to know that although we have two patterns that we support, there is no one-size-fits-all, right? So typically, when we approach a mainframe modernization project, we look at application by application, and then depending on what the priorities are, depending on what the customer objectives are, depending on the technical constraint as well, then we would guide customers to one, one pattern or another. Gotcha. So it's kind of like choose-your-adventure type of approach where you can do either refactor or um, the modernization. So it sounds like there's a couple of ways that you can support the decomposition of the uh, monolith. And I've actually seen where you can take, for example, taking that, going back to that Spring Boot application, taking that, putting it into like your, 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 um, your Git repository, putting it your CDIC pipeline, and then I've seen them containerize it, because it's Spring Boot, you can containerize that, and really deploying that in, in your lifecycle. So really cool things that uh, I've seen there uh, from that. And in addition to that, you know, can you give us some, like, some of the capabilities uh, that's included in the AWS um, mainframe modernization service? Yeah. So... With the AWS Mainframe Service, we want to provide all the foundational capabilities that are necessary to support not only the migration and monetization, but also the execution of application. So that includes analyzer capabilities, that includes some converters, for example, if we want to convert or modernize the application code or the data itself, that includes the development IDEs, right, for being able to maintain those applications, that includes compiler and build tools, and that also includes the runtime environment. So it's not only focused on doing the migration and modernization, but also on the running of the applications. And all around this, while we're making those available as a managed service, which means that they're available on demand, and they're very easy to use with simple interfaces. Now, this is used for the initial migration monetization, but that toolchain, or those toolchain, because we actually support two patterns, are also usable 
for further enhancing and modernizing and optimizing your applications. So uh, typically, for example, we provide a CI-CD pipeline alongside with the uh, components that are provided within the AWS Memorization Service. While that pipeline, all the testing capabilities that are present as part of the migration modernization projects can be reused to further optimize your application so that if customers want to actually leverage additional AWS services or if they want to get into a more granular deployment, things like this, then that's totally being feasible with the service itself. Um, in terms of capabilities towards agility, which is a main concern of our customers, we provide the uh, IDE so that customers don't have to rely on some legacy green screens to maintain the application. On-demand resources is the elasticity, and there is choice of compute, data store, and languages. Um, the applications can get very easily service-enabled, for example, with automated refactoring and the Blue Edge toolchain. Applications are already service-enabled, which means that you can immediately, as soon as they're transformed, uh, access the business processes through some REST interfaces. We introduce a pay-as-you-go, and so that's the capability that's part of the service itself. Uh, we have the integrations with CloudFormation, for example, so that uh, customers can really do infrastructure as code and start doing pervasive automation. And we also, one of the advantages of using the service is that we have native integrations with some other AWS services. For example, we're centralizing the logs within CloudWatch logs, uh, we're centralizing the monitoring metrics within, uh, within CloudWatch itself. So from a system management perspective, we provide centralized operations. That's pretty cool. So not only are you providing that baseline code, but integrating it with some of our best practices, our well-architected best practices, and setting up that CI CD pipeline and uh, really refining that, uh, making it truly cloud-enabled for the other uh, users to get started, right? Yeah. That's awesome. And so in terms of like, you said IDE, so you provide your own IDE, but if someone wants to use their own, once we get the refactored, you know, um, uh, applications and um, refactored code base, they could, would they still need to use your IDE or, they, or could they use their own? Yeah, that's a good question. We actually want to provide flexibility and ease of use. So we're providing the ID as a package service so that it's readily available and in a few minutes you have it available. But if customers want to use their own ID because, for example, they're more comfortable with it for maintaining Java applications, that's perfectly possible, right? It's uh, it's definitely not a lockdown. Uh, on the contrary, we want it to be as flexible as possible. We see the tool chain that we provide as components that can be used uh, as part of the customer tool chains, which means that if they just want to use a subset of the tools that we do provide, that's perfectly fine. For example, for the CI-CD pipeline that we provide, while well, we, we've been designing it so that uh, if customers want to use their own um, coordination engine, uh, orchestration engine, then that's perfectly possible. We provide it out of the box with the AWS code pipeline, code commit, and, and code build. But if they want to use Jenkins, if they want to use GitHub, things like this, that, I mean, we provide all the integration points so that this is easily feasible. So uh, indeed, uh, the tools are being provided for ease of use, readily available, but if customers have different tools that they, they prefer, we, we make it as easy as possible to facilitate the integrations. Gotcha. And you also mentioned um, confirmation, right? So does the tooling generate those base confirmation like templates? So we, depending on what customers want to achieve. So for example, for instantiating an easy CI/CD pipeline, then we do provide some sample CloudFormation templates. So that's one way of doing it. The other okay, aspect of it. it is that the service is integrated with CloudFormation, which means that if customers want to generate an environment on the fly as part of a CloudFormation template, then they can call the AWS Memorization specific entries within CloudFormation to to create those environments. So we make it easy or easier to 
do infrastructure as code for customers. Gotcha. So now that we have like you know the development build time and etc. Now in terms of like managed runtime environment, it's pretty unique. So can you please clarify what that entails? Yeah, that's uh, we're pretty proud of it. I mean, uh, that's really where AWS brings a lot of value and experience. Uh, I mean, not only we provide the the tool chains right, so that we can do the transformation, but we combine this with the great experience that uh, AWS has running enterprise workloads. And so, in the managed service or in the, the fully managed service that we provide for for the runtime itself, uh, we not only provide the compute, but we also provide additional layers of management that typically customers would be responsible. For. If you deploy, for example, your applications on top of EC2, then customers are responsible for licensing the middleware, for the installation of the patches. They're also responsible for deploying the resources, doing the installation, configuring the monitoring and logging, configuring the high availability topology, scalability, etc. So there is a lot that customers are responsible for. So with a fully managed service, what we're doing is that we're taking over some of that responsibility and presenting those capabilities within a simpler interface uh, as a managed service. And when I say simple interface, that means it's available through the AWS console or through the AWS CLI or AWS APIs. So everything around high availability, scalability, monitoring, etc. well, we've made it much easier. Uh, they don't have to manage the middleware. They don't have to do the installation. They don't have to get third-party licenses, for example, to have the transaction monitor and handle the transactions. So, so there is a lot that we are making available within the service itself. Now, I think what we should clarify is that it's not a managed service provider offering, right? These are very popular in the mainframe space where typically managed service providers would not only provide some tools, but also some uh, staff augmentation offerings to be able to manage those environments. Here, it's a pure technical offering where we provide comprehensive automation and simplified interfaces to manage the environment. And with this, customers can really spend more time focusing on the application layer, focusing on their innovation, building new capabilities, rather than managing the infrastructure. And I can provide really some few specific examples. For automation, we provide built-in application versioning. We provide built-in dataset management. We provide the uh, batch runtime management capability. Uh, we also provide all the integration capabilities, native integrations with uh, CloudWatch Logs, I was mentioning it. For security, we provide native integrations with IAM and Cognito. Uh, we already talked about the native integration with CloudFormation. We also have prepackaged uh, integrations with third-party software. So all this combined allows customers in a few minutes to have an environment up and running. And if they need to change their topologies for whatever reason, because it could be a new project, because they have new dev test teams, um, because they are I want actually to deploy in a new uh, region, then that can be done very easily by virtue of having the managed service. That's pretty cool. So not only are you helping convert the um, the mainframe code into more modern languages like Java, but also give them a CI/CD pipeline, you know, automation infrastructure as code, you know, build that CI/CD pipeline and some reference architecture to get them started. So that's pretty cool. So with that, you know, how should like a customer get started? Yeah, good question. Uh, I mean. Also, we're providing all those capabilities. The mainframe migration modernization projects are not simple projects, right? There is still technical complexity that's involved. And so to assist as best as we can our customers and partners in delivering those projects, we've built over the years what we call the mainframe migration acceleration program or mainframe map. So this is really a comprehensive and proven migration program. We, we initially started building it based on the extensive experience of AWS for migrating thousands of enterprise customers to the cloud. 
and we've tailored it to the mainframe specifics so that we know what's important for uh, being successful when doing mainframe migration and modernization projects. And we've tailored the methodology. So we have a detailed approach in terms of how we do the assess, how we do the mobilize, how we do the migrate and modernize. And we have the specific tools and the tools are now supported by the AWS mainframe modernization service. That migration acceleration program also focuses on uh, expertise, expertise that can be provided either by AWS partners, and we have uh, AWS partners, uh, selected AWS partners that are part of the AWS mainframe uh, modernization competency that have been pre-vetted and for which we have uh, verified that they have a, a track record of success doing such projects at customers. We also have AWS professional services that can help. Uh, delivering those projects. And it's very important that customers engage uh, experienced professionals to do those projects. Uh, the mainframe uh, MAP program also includes some training and enablement. So uh, we are happy to actually provide those training to customers as they're getting more familiar with the approach and then how to manage and, and operate those migrated applications. And then finally, there is a big piece of it, which is around uh, AWS investment and how we can facilitate and uh, make it easier for customers to do those projects. So the overall intent of, of the mainframe migration acceleration program is really to, to reduce the risks and increase the velocity of the mainframe projects. Sweet. So it sounds like a full suite of solutions to enable the AWS mainframe modernization from refactoring concept to go live production. So that's awesome. So, well, Phil, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. It's my pleasure. I mean, I feel it's really a, a great time for customers now to modernize the mainframe workloads. I mean, not only we provide great agility gains with the offering, uh, customers can get uh, great cost savings. We have a robust platform. So, I mean, we're, we're glad to assist customers and partners that are uh, getting into their mainframe initiatives. So if anybody needs some help with their mainframe initiatives, feel free to reach out to us. Well, thank you so much, Phil, for that. Uh, we really appreciate your time today. And we do love to get your feedback. There's a link in the show notes to submit your feedback. And until next time, keep on building.